What's up, everybody? It's Austin Rivers from Off Guard, and I've got some exciting news. Off Guard, hosted by me and my guy, Pasha Hagigi, is officially moving to our own podcast feed. We are now dropping two shows every week. Me and Pasha go way back and talk so much hoops already that we figured it was time to fire up the mics and let you in on these conversations. Every week, Pasha and myself will hit on the biggest stories happening around the league. Tap into the show twice a week on our new Off Guard feed on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast. It's the Full Goal presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you can bet on the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filtered by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every, that's right, every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, the official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. Chicago everywhere, check it. It's not enough Chicago. We just don't have enough Chicago people. Jason Goff is here. Well, I'm at Full Go. The Full Go Podcast. The Full Go. Bears, Bulls, White Sox, Cubs, and Blackhawks. Our man, Jason Goff. Three times a week with Jason Goff. His mood is elevated. <laughs> he is feeling good. Jason, I'm loving the Full Go. Love the Full Go. The Full Go. The Full Go. Welcome to Full Go with Jason Goff. That is what I'm talking about. What up, world? You're listening to The Full Go with Jason Goff, presented by The Ringer. Spotify original. Yeah. That's how we gonna kick off episode 318 <laughs> of the Full Go podcast. I'm a little under the weather, so I apologize for the uh, the congested sound. You know what I mean, and and also apologize for the alarms going off. That is me to, being told to. Oh, that's 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 dude. Let me tell you. Hey, hold on. Clear out. Clear out. Hey, hey. <laughs> Apple and iPhone. Let me let me let me let me tell y'all something. Just because you come out with a new phone don't mean you gotta break mine. You know, just because you come out with some shit don't mean that the battery gotta break. I just got Kyle Williams's invite to the to the meeting just now. And he sent that joint uh what an hour ago. Okay? Okay? And and it's kinda hard because as a person, you know, in 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 the public eye that I am, you know, I'm supposed to get these emails right when they come, you know? And for whatever reason, mm-hmm. since that new, what is it, 15 Pro Max, whatever, it's the, the 15 is out, right? Ever since the 15 dropped, boy, they can't wait. I get voicemails nine days later. You feel me? Lawyers hitting me up like, hey, man, do you care about this case or not? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I do. Blame it on Steve Jobs or the ghost of one of the two. Shit. It is, it is unprofessional. It is unprofessional for them to reach out to you personally and ask you to upgrade. So, right, right. we're just going to break your so shit. We're just going to 
gonna take your shit and, and virtually throw it against the yeah. wall and put it in water and yeah. do all the things oh, yeah. you should have done to get your ass a new phone by now. So shout yes. out, shout uh-huh. out to the good people at Apple. Uh, hope the stock keeps going up. I bought some stock from my little guy. You know, I told him the other day, I'm like, hey man, you know, we got to start investing. We got to start. I gave him a hundred bucks for his tooth. Alex, the man, looked at me the other uh-huh. day and was like, so dad, if I start taking four dollars out a day, how long will it? T-? I'm like, are you? Who who has gotten to you? Like, is this is it a ransom going on? Like, what the fuck? Why you want to? I, I had to ask him like, why you want to take out four dollars a day? He's like, I just thought of a number. I'm like, ah, oh, them little girls at school got you thinking you need to take four dollars a day out your bank account. I'm like, uh, come sit with me, son. <laughs> come come come. It's gonna, hey, it's gonna last you a month, nephew. It's gonna last you a month. No weekends either. You feel me? Only only weekday balling. Only weekday balling. Welcome in to episode three eighteen of the Full Go Podcast. The voices that you have already heard are that of the exceptional one, Kyle Williams, the Chief Bob's Officer himself, Chris Sutton, and ladies and gentlemen, good on number ninety six. You know, by way of Jasper, Florida. You feel me? Yeah, he is your boy, Alex Brown. And I and I wouldn't give him this momentous walk up for any other reason than the shit I have been receiving for the last three days. Oh, I'm so glad you yeah. It's time now, champ. You on the stage, baby. You hey, I'm telling you right now, you know when somebody is listening to the pod when there is outrage in the streets, okay? There are two people in podcast world that we have been waiting to hear from in these streets. One of them is is Joe Budden on the Diddy situation and the other is Alex Brown after what we saw <sighs> the last Bears game the last Bears game mm-hmm. Alex yes you know man 49 uh-huh. times that game has been played <laughs> yes 40 plus minutes time of possession 3 mm-hmm. plus minus turnover margin 48 times that game has been won. One time it has been lost. Now, I know how you feel about Justin Fields. I know how you feel about this coaching staff, but Alex Brown, people were running up. I I went and got my, I went and stopped at a little chicken spot, you know, get in there, try to be incognito, in and out, you feel me? I look around, make my (laughs) order, you know, bulletproof glass, so you know the chicken is good. I make my order. All of a sudden, I, you know, young young fella walk up, and you know, I don't trust these young Thundercats these days. I'm getting old in age. I don't want nobody to sneak me. So I I, I look behind me, hey, what's happening, young blood? You know, you got to with the young blood, so they get you to serve. So we already understand the hierarchy here, right? I'm like, what's yeah, happening, young blood? Yeah, yeah. He's like, man, big fan of the pod golf. I'm like, well, take a little bit of that aggression off your voice, then. If this is a, you know, if this is a friendly <laughs> encounter, you know. And, and, and if I'm yeah. lying, I'm flying. He big fan of the pod golf. I'm like, thank you, man. He's like, yeah, you be you be kicking that shit. I truly appreciate it. And a little pause goes by, and I'm like, uh uh-huh, are we done with this encounter? He goes. Uh-uh. Why your man AB hating on Justin Fields all the time, man? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, good old number 96. You know, he, he, he starred for 10 years in the NFL. Now he is a star in the media world and now the podcast world. Alex Brown, I give you the floor. Justin Fields and his virtuoso man. performance. Now, of course, there's some things we got to talk about because we cover this thing in totality. Yeah. But your thoughts, Alex, on Justin Fields. I would have really... I would really appreciate it if everybody went back and listened to what the hell I'm saying. You can't have both. It's like, 
if you're going to get married, the strippers got to go. You can't have both of them. You Okay, maybe no, sometimes yeah, you yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. For, for the you, most part. For the most part. <laughs> for the most part. The girlfriend's got to go. Like, you can't have both of them. You got, you got Getsy. And if Getsy's going to call plays I'm, the way he was calling plays, you cannot have just. I'm shutting Fields. it down, AB, off rip. I'm shutting it down off rip. Let me tell you something right now. Which one you think is harder to come by? A Luke Getsy type individual or a Justin Fields? All these dudes. Any offensive all, coordinator. All these dudes are showing yeah. us is these last six games, do you deserve to coach that dude? Because Caleb Williams, these last three weeks, everybody in the blooming came off that rose for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. Drake May, fine. You know, looks like a, a top-tier prospect. Jaden Jaden mm-hmm. was it Jaden Daniels, my man at the LSU, the LSU quarterback who threw for 19 touchdowns mm-hmm. against Georgia State or something the other day. He's obviously thrown his name in the hat for one of those first-round quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. What do you yep. think is harder to find? An offensive coordinator who you could trust or a talent like Justin Fields? A talent like Justin Fields. Is, so the OC yeah. got to go then, A.B. Come on, after that game? Well, that's, but, but that's not what they're showing us. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't, it's not like I'm looking at myself and like, okay, I want them to do it this way. I'm looking at how the hell they doing it. And when you give me Justin Fields at the end of last year. And he was, like I said before, I won my fantasy league because of Justin Fields last year. I won it. Now, if you're going to give me that Justin Fields and they came out Green Bay and forward until last week, they didn't show us that Justin Fields. So, and he was still the damn coach. I've seen two. I've seen two now. Pittsburgh and Buffalo fire their OCs because they ain't getting the production out of their offense that they want. The Bears is not finna fire uh, Luke Getze. So if they want Getze, all I'm saying is there's two scenarios here. Either Luke Getze is there, and if he is, Justin Fields can't be because they're not going to call the plays according to his skill set. They're not going to do it. He want to keep him in the pocket and have him throw the ball out of the pocket I'm not saying Justin can't learn to do that. What I'm saying is Justin ain't doing that right now. If you're going to keep Justin Fields, then you need to go to one of these teams, i.e. Baltimore or somewhere that they are going to call plays that's going to help this young man grow as a quarterback and use his current skill set to help this football team win. That's what I'm saying. I don't hate Justin Fields, but what people don't get is that Alex Brown don't give two shits what the name on the jersey is. I don't care. I just want to win. I don't need to win with Justin Fields. I don't. I want to win, period. I don't give a damn who the quarterback is. It doesn't matter to me. Like, I want to win. If he can help us win, then absolutely I want it. But if they're not going to do it, I'm, I'm ready to move on. Let's go. What happened in that game? 17 unanswered points. 12, you had a 12 point lead. You blow that and halfway through the fourth quarter, you, you think you're riding high. I mean, hey, I, J. Ron Johnson, you know, big money corners. You had two of them in your hands, and I think both of them could have went for pick sixes. Um, Eddie Jackson, 
that, you know, we, we've talked a lot about the defense over the last few weeks, and it seems like when they haven't faced a dude who, you know, ain't off the scrap heap, they, they've seen some trouble. So what what, ha- what happened in that game, man? That's, that's, that, that might be in the Eberflus era of so many losses. That might be the most dis- – I wouldn't say devastating because at this point, you know, we're we trying to figure out where our sea lugs at are as fans and as observers mm-hmm. of this team. Yep. But that might have been the most disappointing one out of all of them. What, what, what the hell happened, man? Yeah, that was, that was very disappointing. Um, the offense stopped doing what they were doing. They changed it. They were trying not to lose as opposed to trying to go win it. And the first three quarters, we saw them trying to go win it. That's what they were trying to do. The defense – was playing but not making plays. And this is where it comes in when Eberflus, it's not the coach's fault. When the coach calls the right play, he puts you in position because that's the coach's Mm -hmm. coach's job. Puts you in the best position to succeed. And then you don't execute. That ball hit Jalen in both hands. The first one, definitely. Jalen, that ball hit Jalen better than that damn ball last night that hit Valdez Scantlin in his damn hand. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, catch the ball and make a play because it's 7 0 at that time, if I'm not mistaken. If he catches that ball, it's 14 nothing because ain't no way in hell golf ball. No, it's a different ball game. No chance. I saw it. It took golf four and a half seconds to scramble for two yards. I was like, oh, no, we're good. So if he catch, just catch it. Now, I know he knows he got to make that play, but I also remember another corner that we had that was very good and wanted to get paid like a top corner, but you can't make these plays, you're going to get paid like top corner, and that was mm-hmm. Fuller. Fuller was a, he is the DB specialist. He's knocking the balls out, leading the league in damn PBUs. You don't get paid for PBUs. You don't. You get paid for taking the ball away. You get that pick six right now. He had a game where he had two interceptions. This should have added to that. But he's not doing it. Like, a ball hit um, uh, the tackle that Edmonds mm-hmm. um, should have made in the middle yeah. of the field. Yeah. You have to make yeah. that tackle. You. This is why they paid you all this money, because you can make that play. And these are the things that – it's not just one thing here and there. It's the culmination of – 14 things throughout the game that causes you to lose a football game. And let's not forget, it's weird to say, maybe even weird for us to even think, Detroit's one of the best teams in the league. Top five. Top five. Yes. They're one of the best teams in the league, and you had them on the ropes. Should have beat them. Now, what you can take from that game is that you are, when you play your best football – and you use Justin Fields the way he needs to be used, you have a chance to beat anybody. That's what you should take from that game. Do we need to add pieces? Well, heck yeah. Yeah, we're, I, I saw too many times. And not too many because I'm a defensive lineman. I like one-on-one. So I saw plenty of times where you had three guys on the defensive line, one-on-one blocking. You got to win. You got to win. We don't have the talent to beat guys. That We just don't have it. I think the guy. it's not like the guys aren't trying. But to think that every guy in the league is T.J. Watt, well, they're not. They, they can't just win like that. When big, big, uh, the big defensive end that, uh, that Detroit Hutchinson. has, Hutchinson, when it was time to make a play, he got shut down. The rookie had a yeah, hell of a game. Yeah, one, we had the one hold before that strip sack, and other than that, he, he held him in check. We're talking about like, uh, against the old And is hurt. Yes. So... He did his job 
except for that play. But when it's time, when you need a closer, that's what we don't have. We don't have a closer. We don't have a closer at any position. Although I do love Sanborn in there, but <laughs> we don't we don't have a closer at any position out there. Hopefully, Sweat gets us a little closer to that, right? But we need some more talent, and it is better. Put it on this podcast first. It is better for the Chicago Bears to take these two picks, which will most likely be two top ten picks, and build around oh, Justin yeah. Fields as opposed to trying to replace Justin Fields. Justin Fields has to earn that, though. Now, the offensive coordinator, too. But that's not the way the Bears spin it. Now, they didn't say that. You, you, you remember when Eberflus came out and said, he didn't say this was this was, um, this was was uh, Luke Getze's opportunity to show that he can coach either Justin Fields or the next coach or uh, quarterback coming in. He said this is Justin Fields' chance to show us he got seven games to prove that he can be the quarterback moving forward. Like, they don't look at it that way. That's why nothing tells me that Luke gets he's going anywhere. We'll be back with more of the full goal with Jason Goff. After a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by UGG. Y'all know UGG is a brand that athletes wear all the time in the tunnel and on travel days. Well, I bet you think UGG season is only during the colder months of the year. Oh, contraire. You're wrong. You need to check out the latest spring drop from UGG. They have everything from sandals to clogs. I like the sandals. UGG has you covered for your next spring adventure. Shop the Golden Collection at UGG.com. Give thanks because FanDuel is giving all customers a no-sweat same-game parlay for Thanksgiving. Just place a three-leg same-game parlay on any of the Thanksgiving Day NFL games and you'll get bonus bets back if you don't win. We're going to make it real easy for you. The casual betting brothers have gotten together and we got anytime touchdown scores galore in the San Francisco 49ers Seattle Seahawks game Thursday night. The turkey might be settling in. You know, you might have caught that. I just fell asleep during the first two games. You wake up, you're ready for some Thursday night action. We got it for you. Anytime touchdown scores. We got four of them. Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and DK Metcalf. Man, the odds are crazy. Plus 41.22 right now, and I'm sure they're going to be going up. Once again, our same game parlay, four anytime touchdown scores, 49ers versus the Seahawks, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, and DK Metcalf. NFL same game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, build your own, or choose from one of the popular SGPs pre-built for you in FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. So visit FanDuel.com slash FullGo. That's FanDuel.com slash F-U-L-L-G-O and fill up your plate with parlays and player props all Thanksgiving long. FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expires seven days after receipt. Max refund, $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Bears talk with Jason Goff on the full goal. And the kick is good for the win. Fade to black. Brought to you by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Yeah, I know. I just, I just, it, it, it boggles my mind, man, that you can see this dynamic of a player and have him pop out. Like mm-hmm. it seems like his talent is breaking through some of the, some of the amateurish mm-hmm. coaching, to be honest with you. And, 
mm-hmm. when he's playing poorly is because, all right, you got nobody to develop him or you got nobody to be like, hey, you mm-hmm. can't make these mistakes or else this, this, and this is going to happen. Like, I, the trust Correct. isn't there. But I want to, before we get back to Justin Fields, I want to get your thoughts on his overall game. You mentioned Montez Sweat. And this has now mm-hmm. happened a few times in the last five or six games. And I thought I was just going crazy, but Courtney Cronin, who does a great job covering the bears. Uh, she had this to tweet. She said, been thinking over Maddie Bufus's answer about why Montez sweat wasn't on the field for three of 11 plays on Detroit's final drive that resulted in a touchdown and two point conversion. She said, Eberflus said, quote, we want him out there more, but those guys are rotating. Travis Smith rotates them in and out. Usually they're five, Five to seven plays somewhere in there during the two minute drive like that unquote Courtney Cronin goes on to say rotations are necessary to keep fresh bodies on the field but in gotta have it situations teams want their best players on the field which made me think about Tremaine Edmonds who is not on the field at any moment of Detroit's final drive <coughs> Even said due to Edmonds' knee injury the Bears were rotating their Mike linebackers throughout the game Edmonds played 41 snaps Sanborn played 29 again that's understandable given Edmonds was playing his first game since week 8 but in the specific situation with the game on the line needing your best effort everywhere it's interesting that Edmonds was not out there there were also two timeouts called that drive Detroit's last at 43 seconds Chicago using its first at only this of the second half at 31 all of this made me think of the situation versus Green Bay when DJ Moore was not on the field for a play or two when the Bears got in the red zone no one could seem to come up with an answer why until we were told much later in the week after the game that Moore subbed himself out in that moment let me ask you man you know, especially a season that's on the brink and probably has already fallen off the cliff. You just out here putting stuff out there on tape, right? The, the people who are going to be here, right. be here, the guys, certain guys know that they ain't going to be here next year and it's time to play your ass off these last mm-hmm. six games of the season. The the subbing out, the tapping of the head, or getting subbed out by a coach in a moment where you know this shit is up for grabs. Um, How did you guys handle that as a defense in the early odds? Like, what what was the <laughs> so you just want me to tell the people because I know you know because <laughs> I you know let, let me know what the disconnect is for me because ain't no way in hell ain't no way in hell somebody gonna tell me if I'm making that kind of coin and everybody going and roast my ass on this defense the moment mm-hmm. this game is over. We ain't looking at uh, right. how, was Tremaine on it. We we looking at Tremaine Edmonds' defense gave up seventeen unanswered. We looking at Montez Sweat's mm-hmm. defense gave up seventeen unanswered. So what's the thinking, mm-hmm. man? When coaches is like, "Now nah, we need fresh bodies in there." Oh, by the way, it's the final drive of the damn game. Because people now are scared to say, or they don't want to step on anybody's toes by saying that a. 82% sweat is better than 100% of anybody else we got on the field. That's that, that's that's the truth. And no one I want to say it. That, that's what it is. I don't give a damn. Hey, let's call a timeout then. Because we need him on the field. We need him on the field. And sweat got to be like that. He has to be that way too. Because if he comes to the sideline because of a, a rotation, well, I'm out for one play. Just so I can let my DC know, it's game time, man. Hey, I need to be on the field. I don't care about no rotation. Man, hell with a rotation. 
we got a minute left to win this game. I, I'm on the field. And don't come off. You look at that young fella in his face, <laughs> they pay me. 70, 80 million dollars. You stand up. You stand up, Dominique Robinson. Like, you better not put your hand up. <laughs> no, 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 no. You get, get back. No, get back. Yeah, listen, hey, t- trust me now. Trust me. There, been, there were times Talk my rookie me. year, I run on the field. It's, they, it's third and 12. Roosevelt Coven have been out there for 11 plays in a row. And I go to run on the field with my helmet. He's like, no, 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 you good. No, 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 no. Stay there, stay there. You think I'm going to keep running on the field? Oh, hell no. I'm going to turn around and come back because the only person going to get embarrassed right. is me. Right. <laughs> so you better get back off that field. But that that I do not want to come off the field when it's – especially when it's like that time. Like when I know you throwing it, when I know they need a big play, when we need a big play, the D.C. is – well, who, who you said came out and said it? It wasn't uh, Eberflus. It was somebody uh, else. They came out Tra- and said Well, no. Eberflus said that Travis Smith rotates them in and out. That's the D-line coach. Travis Smith. Okay. And I see, and that's yeah. the other thing, so, too. Travis you can take Smith. me inside because I don't know what the level of communication or the hierarchy is when a coach is like, hey, who we got? Or where is this person? Or no, nah, get his ass off the field. Or is it full autonomy because I'm mm-hmm. I'm busy thinking about time, score, yeah. situation? Like, what is that mm-hmm. communication like from D-line coach it's, to D.C. Uh, to head coach? It's definitely there. It's greater than zero. It, it's definitely there because it opens up what the D.C. or whoever's calling the plays, in this case, Eberflus, it opens him up to know what the hell he can call. Because if I got four guys in there, veterans in there that I trust and I know know the stuff, then I can call whatever the hell I want. But if I got a certain guy in there, then I got to be particular on what I'm calling, make sure I keep him in a position where he's just rushing up the field. I don't want him having to offset back. I got to go get the back, so I don't really want to call his own blitz in that particular situation so you do want to know but as far as that rotation the rotation happens until the last two minutes of the half and then end of the ball game at that point you need your best players on the field you need your best players on the field and if the only way somebody comes in is if you're on eight plays and then you you're subbing out Let's say, I don't know, Tommy Harris and Tank Johnson. Or you're bringing in, um, in, in our case, when Mark Anderson was here. So you got a third and long. I'm coming out. Listen, I'm pissed right. off you because I don't believe this. I know he got 12 sacks. <laughs> I, he can't do this better than me. Hey, <laughs> Mark Anderson hey, was that three-point uh, specialist, boy. Hey, because some of me in real. Yeah, hey, no, what was it, third 16? Alex done did a good job sealing, you know, getting it, getting that edge <laughs> right. and that nice three-yard loss God, on the run play. Uh, hey, Mark, come in here and get the sexiest yes. stat on the defense. I've been, I've been a part of it. <laughs> yes, I've been a part of it. I hate it. I hate it every second of it. And it's the, these guys today, they have to voice it. If they hate it and they got a problem with it, voice it. Y'all, they can talk. We, they would almost damn near tell us shut up and just go play. Like, we just, we just playing right. ball. Like, we have a voice like they have now. And I think these guys, they take advantage of that the wrong mm. way by asking for it easier or asking for it. Like, oh, we ain't, they don't practice anymore. They don't damn hit anybody. If they do hit too much, somebody going to go sail. Like, what the hell is this? What? Somebody going to tell him. We had two, man, we had two your... days. Let's get Hunter on the phone, man. Hey, man, we can't do this, dog. Right. <laughs> Correct. Like, this is crazy, man. Like, 
but but I, I think sweat. I think that's that's sweat. I hope that they've had this conversation because you didn't pay Man. him. You didn't go get him. Not that, and it ain't got, and it truly ain't got. If it were, let's just look at talent. Yeah, you want your most talented players on the field during the most important times of the game. He's no, he's there. <laughs> he gotta yeah. go. He gotta yeah. be out. You, you going so, up against Penay Sewell? I want, I want to make sure it ain't a young boy getting reps just to do get damn near hundred million dollars. Like you know, you got correct. that because you cold. Mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't believe yes. it, and, and I'm watching the game like, nah, like I hope you ain't hurt. Because I'm gonna be real with you. Mm-hmm. Anytime I don't see the players who should be on, and, and I've been scarred, and God rest the dead. When Cedric Benson wasn't in that mm-hmm. Super Bowl game anymore, right? And didn't have a surgery mm-hmm. after that. Like, I, you know, I mm-hmm. was around some of y'all, and I knew, like, you know, what that game meant to y'all. Like, people don't get to that yeah. game in their career, right? So to get to that game, right. you got to have everything falling off of you. And I, I, mm-hmm. I, I thought that he was, like, viewed differently after that. Right by by the entire mm-hmm. crew, and I could be wrong. When when the game's on the line, like if <laughs> DJ Moore can't, hey fam, even if you gas, you got to be the decoy on this one, player, because we need you out there. Correct, <laughs> correct. Because in, in DJ Moore case, you are by far, by far, the guy. You got to be the decoy in because they're they're gonna completely change right. their coverage. If you're not in the game, they're not doubling Mooney and they ain't doubling 13. I ain't learned the boy yeah. name yet. They ain't doubling Man. him. So they ain't nobody doubling Cole Commit. So they're going to play straight defense. But if you're out there, now they have to gear that defense towards you. Now it gives us an advantage somewhere else. So no matter what, you got to be out there. I don't like, and, but you, this right here, this is, this is toughness that's learned at training camp or through your coach. That coach we saw across the field on um, uh, the last game, that Campbell, Campbell is oozing toughness. (laughs) He don't want nobody else but toughness. If you walk in the building, you got to be a tough SOB to walk in the building. That's just how he is, and that's how he's built that team. They don't care what nobody say. This is how they gonna play. They can, they can. Uh, what two weeks ago they beat uh they beat Chargers, the Charger, yeah. the Chargers back, yeah. forty-one to forty or forty-one thirty-eight. Then they grind it out on a comeback win, down two possessions with three minutes to go against the Bears. They obviously can run the ball right down your throat. They are super complete. Mm-hmm. They are a very complete team, and. I think it's very disappointing, like you were saying earlier, on this loss because you had a chance to beat a team that true that truly got a shot this year to win it. You know what I mean? Because there ain't no weaknesses on that team. Yeah. So what do you think of Justin's play, man? I, you know, we talk about co- coaches putting guys in the right places to you know be successful. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you mentioned Tyler Scott, uh, the, the the receiver that will go unnamed. Un- un- <laughs> <laughs> the boy ain't caught a meaningful ball this year. And I thought I thought he was going to be a contributor because he was, you know, not one of these special teams that they were trotting out last year, right? Yep. Um yep. you yep. know, 
losing your stride. I mean, everything was perfect on the play. You had the two crossers. They, they it brought the safety mm-hmm. down. You had it over the top. Mm-hmm. Justin knew he had it. Tyler knew he had it. Um, so that's one of those ones I can't put on Luke Getzey, but I can put on him, you know, taking the ball out your, your best player, well, your quarterback's hands, the first two runs. Also, you know, I, well, did he? I know it's a read pass option. I, I know, I, but, but, listen, but listen, if in, in a run pass option, in the last the last drive of the game, A.B., mm-hmm. if I am any defensive end, you damn right I'm going with Justin Fields. I'm going to make you do that. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Lou Getzey, I got to think ahead. Like, yo, they going to make us give the ball to Juice Herbert who ain't really done nothing this game. He ain't really bust no long run. Like, Roshan Johnson was running well. Deontay Foreman was running well before he got hurt. Like, Khalil is still trying to get back in the swing of things. You damn right if I'm the D.C. for the D- 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 uh, Detroit Lions. Hey, last, last possession of the game, y'all. If there's any RPOs out there, you better keep your ass outside leverage. Make sure that he get that ball to the running back like I gotta think that way if I'm the OC no uh, tell me if I'm wrong tell me if I'm wrong no you're absolutely right you do think that way but when you have a talent like Justin Fields I don't give a damn what defensive end there I like Justin Fields one on one with a defensive end keep it trying to get the man killed so so, and now this is what we're at right here this is it Like, this is the part that a lot of people don't really want to see. Well, Justin ran the ball too much. Well, this is how we're going to win with him. This is is how we're going to win. Well, it's not sustainable. Well, let's win for three years then. I don't, like, I don't know, like, the damn answer there. Like, he's not a pocket going to drop back 40 times and throw the rock. So let's use his ability and Mm. win. You using that? Well, you don't care about his career. All right, I tell you what. Yeah, have him throw the throw the ball thirty five times a game, and his career gonna be real sharp. Like, hey, hey, like, had him show. Y'all done got this man crazy. throwing his hands up about Justin Fields. No, they they on your ass, and rightfully so. Damn it, they on you. Okay, I'm glad they tuning in to hear you talk about this. They, they on you, but no. Other other than the last drive, um. What you think about the young man? I because I'm telling like that Justin Fields we can win with that Justin Fields we can win with. Obviously there were there were also there were plays that I think he can get better at. But if a team knows he's gonna run, if a team knows he's gonna run, I talked to a couple defensive players throughout the week that I played with and against, and some of my college teammates. When a you don't you don't have a defense that accounts for a running quarterback. It 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 requires the defense to have a player get off a block and make a tackle. Mm. That is very hard when you got a guy 6'3, 230 pounds that can run 20 plus miles an hour. It is very hard to do. Put that in there. Because once you do that, now you make that DC that spent all night not sleeping, he going to bring that safety down. What does that do? Well, damn, now I got DJ Moore one-on-one. Or I got a safety over the top. Now I got Cole Komet coming across the field. I got this. I got Mooney on this side. Hopefully it's Marvin Harrison next year. But you got Marvin Harrison. You got Cole Komet coming. And they one-on-one. Like, it makes that. It makes them put eight in the box. 
this is why you see Lamar throwing for so many. He threw for touchdowns. He threw for 3,500, 4,000 yards. This is what, because he's in a lot of man coverages because they got to bring that guy down in the box. But if you take that out and you say, nope, he's not running, well, then we're going to make him throw. Okay, cool. Let him throw. Like, did we, like everybody that loves Justin Fields, they know that this is not his strong suit. The mixture of both, that is what you can win mm. with. Like, I don't, I don't think – then, then you got to have a good defense. You need another running back. You need a real Yo, running you need, back. You need a game breaker. You need a real you need a game back. breaker. That, like, I yeah. – Yeah, this, this whole – this BS about going into the fourth round to get a run – no, 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 no. That's what you did. You done got – you got Roshan, which I ain't real – I ain't too sure that he can't be a guy yet. You got to stay healthy. Herbert, Dante, I mean, okay, you know, yeah. But you want want a real guy. B. John Robinson, mess around, mess around, and let all this play out. And let Justin, like people say, oh, he going to go somewhere else and be great. Are you mad at it? No, I'm not mad at that. It's like, like, um, old boy went to Carolina. He was great. If he go down here to come down here to Atlanta, and they run that RPO with Bijan and him. That's tough. Ooh, that's gonna be real tough. That's gonna be tough on a defense. And then they got Kyle Pitts in in London, as that will be a scary offense if you put him in there. And I don't know if Atlanta's not thinking that, but a first round pick and you can have that type of offense. Give the Bears a first round pick, and then you have that type of offense. I think that would be a. I think they'd be. They'd be pretty happy with that, honestly. If we're not going to build around that and do that for Justin, then that's a. I think we should let him go. I'd like to point out that I started off with what did you like about Justin Fields, and it ended with Justin Fields wearing an Atlanta Falcon helmet. Just want, just want, just, just throwing out options, throwing out the certain scenarios. That's it. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, all right, all right, all right. I thought Justin had a hell of a nah, game. Nah, I mean, I like it when people I like it when people come after because because no, you ain't on social media like that. They come at they come for me and I, try I to get past a message to you. So the message has been passed. <laughs> I, I want them to hear. I want them to hear it from me. Justin Fields had a hell of a game. That Justin Fields that played against Detroit, that was the same Justin Fields that played the last six or seven games last year. We can win with that guy. We can build around that guy. If Luke Getsy isn't gonna do that. And you're gonna keep Luke Getzey, get his get you gotta get let Justin go. Get rid of Getzey, keep Justin Fields, and use them two top ten picks to build around him. Yes, that learning curve to winning the division will be shorter. Yes, it'll be shorter. Because Justin, I mean, you got to pay the guy. You got to Next pay year. him too now. He's not uh, that boy, that boy the Giants, right? It's great now. He's on that rookie contract, it's great. Justin Fields, uh, if he was a fifth round pick, everybody loved what but he's doing. If he was a fifth right. round Loves. pick, he wouldn't be able to do the shit he's doing, though, AB. Come on. Come Ooh, on. They, there's no fifth round pick with, at six foot three, 220 pounds, tearing up somebody's Big Ten conference would fall to that. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, I don't know where. Okay, tell you what. I don't know where Hobbs went in the draft. Oh, uh, Dobbs, Josh Dobbs, Josh Dobbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Josh Dobbs, sorry, yeah, Josh yeah. Dobbs. I don't know where he went in the draft. He went, but... la- he went later. He was a mid-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. 
Is he? He has. He is has he, some. He, is he that far off of what Justin's doing? Well, in terms of raw materials, like, he you know he, he doesn't have the the arm that Justin has. Um, you know he's he's an athletic quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He's he, Josh Dobbs' main um, talent and trait is how fast he processes, not just in game stuff, but <laughs> you know that man that had more playbooks in front of him than anybody the last three or four years. And then sure. drop in on your campus in three days and haven't learned anyone's name but know the playbook back and forth. <laughs> you feel me? So shout out to him. I don't him. know your name, but yeah, I know you're supposed yeah, to go on I, this yeah, right He's like a biochemist or like he worked for NASA or something. You know, I know the boy's smart as hell. They showed his parents, yeah. you know, they showed his parents in the stand. I'm like, oh shit, his parents look smart too. Like, yeah, this is what it is. You know, shout out to Josh Dobbs proving everybody wrong in yes, terms of how, sure. you know what this, you sure. know what this year has taught me, man? All we've been doing is talking about how hard it is to play that goddamn position and all this year has shown me is that you can put a couple of, you can put a motherfucker in San Francisco in the seventh round. You can put Josh Dobbs off the goddamn street and they playing lights out football like Baker Mayfield went to, to the Rams last year and had two days. This is what I'm <laughs> nah, hold on. Look, look yes. at hey, y'all. This is only me trying to gas up a defensive player to shit on the quarterback and, position. And, I, and, it's, and it's working. And it's working. No, nobody loves shit on a quarterback more so than the, than a defensive end. Look at him like somebody finally listen. <laughs> Fuck the quarterbacks. They're not that important. I, I think they're important. I just the job, man. The job. I think it's made so between the OC trying to, I don't know, like do shit to make his job seem more yeah, validate than his it worth. Is. Yeah, yeah, validate him. Set like his position. Like just call the stuff that works. Mm. That's it. Just call what works. Call what's gonna help us win. Like don't do stuff just to be creative or cute, so you can possibly get a head coaching job at some point if it works. But screw analytics. Like, I don't... Oh, like, man, boy, come on, man. Like, hey, 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 here touching on all the bingo cards, right? He's everything. about to have everybody everything. on his ass this week. Common sense. Cause common sense, don't man. Matter. Just screw analytics. Uh, what else? He, wow. he, he touching... He touch, hey, hey, Chris, did you send him the, like, the checkpoints? Like, the mission statement <laughs> on what we need to do? Hey, let me let me highlight you about this, man, because I was talking to my, my yeah. homie Kobe uh, in, a, in our group chat, and he was talking about how... Mm-hmm. Um, you know he's it's he's okay with the outcome because the Bears lost and that gives them you know a higher draft pick and I you know I don't know where it happened but I you know somewhere along the way I became the old man who is like hey man fuck this tanking shit man like I don't know basketball is different basketball is a lot different one man can control a whole lot more than one man can on a football team you got 53 people in a locker room and for me and you could tell me if i'm wrong ab because you know I, I trust you for me it's harder to scrub losing from a locker room than it is you know going through tough wins or six or seven wins. See, like, I'm sorry, man. The Eagles and the Chiefs didn't tank, right? The Detroit Lions mm-hmm. didn't tank. They just 
got a new coach and got a new talent evaluator. You feel me? Like I, 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 there's something in me, especially when it comes to football, you know, I don't know if it's the, the archaic mm-hmm. thoughts of like, you know, these, this is the last, these are the last gladiators, right? Y'all in boxers, right? Like, mm-hmm. and to go out there right, for right. three hours and be like, Oh shit, they lost, but hey, we're going to get a, we're going to get a 21 year old in here. That's going to turn this shit around. <laughs> like, I, and I'm just asking, and, and, and this is not to my man, Kobe, cause I know he going to listen and think I'm just, talking shit about him but i'm just wondering like where's the proof like the ravens mm-hmm. like the ravens and the steelers ain't tanking for no goddamn body these last 20 years and they stay in the mix mm-hmm. right the jacksonville right. jaguars if you want to tell me the jacksonville jaguars you know they went and got trevor lawrence and you know they were bad well guess what they just now tasted some of that fruit and they had to fire the coach that they thought that was going to shepherd him to this point in urban meyer right mm-hmm. you tank so yep. bad that you went out and got yourself a college coach so tell me mm-hmm. The mindset of a team in a locker room that knows, well, the fan base want a high draft pick and the GM, this ain't his quarterback, so he want a high draft pick. Like, how does that work? The the, the thought of allowing losing, even though you guys ain't out there trying to lose, but putting lesser players out there or fans rooting for losses. Like, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone because I understand some of the argument. I'm just waiting for somebody to show me the undeniable empirical evidence that it works because, ladies and gentlemen, the Cleveland Browns and the Detroit Lions up until now, but the Cleveland Browns and the Detroit Lions have been asked my entire life, and I don't see parades on Lake Erie. I don't see parades in, 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 in Michigan. You feel me? Like, if it's just as easy as being bad and getting a high draft pick, shouldn't, shouldn't these teams have a lot more to show for it? This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid, featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. Well, you don't see the proof uh, in in that. I don't see where it happens either. It's not like the players are sitting out. They're just losing. That like it's not like they're trying to lose. The Bears tried to win. They tried to win the game. The tanking doesn't tanking is when you're trying to lose. When you don't care about winning. I don't believe that the Bears are doing that, nor any team is doing that throughout the season. Um, I wasn't in the league when Peyton Manning was going to be the number one guy. But if you tell me, like, during Andrew Luck, when they were winning, well, I think you just go through that year. It's only 16 games. You see who they were starting in them 16 games. It's the same 16 guys are starting that started the season. That's not tanking to me. You're putting your best players out there to win. Like that's that's how I see it. I don't I don't I don't believe it works. And you can always pick the wrong guy. There's a lot of number one picks that's been terrible. There's a lot of Randy Moss went what 16? Like, like, come on, Dan Marino went in the 20s. You gotta do your homework. 
you when people don't do their homework, you got to fire somebody because they didn't do the job. Just like the guy that jumped on the table and, hey, we got to get this kid from Michigan, this quarterback. I know it's late, but we need to pick him up so nobody else get him. And Tom Brady, whoever jumped on the table, well, damn, okay, he needs a raise. Well, the same guy that jumped on the damn table that got the raise, this other guy over here that jumped on the table and said, we got to draft Adam Shaheen and didn't realize that Kittle was at Iowa in his same damn area, uh, area that he was scouting. Same same class. We looking for a tight end, and you went Adam Shaheen D2 as opposed to Kittle, who is still playing in the league at a high level. So you missed him. That guy needs to be fired. Like this is a, like this is the part that it is all recruiting. It is always like finding that talent, mm-hmm. that next talent, but not tanking. Tanking um, for players because we don't control who the hell they bring in. Cause my after my first year, I'm sitting there and I don't, I started nine, ten games that year. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, shoot, we good. At the um, at the little rookie, uh, at the the draft, a little draft party, right? I think it was in Deerfield, and I got the mic there, one of them little pull down mics, and I'm just sitting there talking. Got little fans out there. They say the Bears <laughs> with the first pick draft, Michael Hayes, defensive end, cause everybody in the room was like, "So what you gonna do?" <laughs> right, cause I'm right in the mic. I'm right in the. Well, I hope you can play left end, cause I'm playing right. Like without a without a hiccup, because this is how I feel about it. So when you say tanking, you don't know what the Bears gonna do. They told me they love me, but then they go get another defensive end. They get <laughs> so, the animal man. <laughs> so you have no idea what they're gonna do. And Olin Crooks, um, Briggs brought it up this week. Um, that Olin Crooks said at one point, well, we were we were both there, and he said, um, Lovey Smith, do y'all like him? Say, yeah, yeah, we like him. Yeah, great coach. What do you mean? Well, you better start winning. Because if we don't win, he's going to be gone, and some of us going to be gone. So if you like practices, if you like how things are done, how things are run, you better start winning. And that's all the players got to do. If you like how stuff going, damn it, start winning. Do stuff right. If you go through a game and there ain't no offsides, there's no holding calls that bring back big plays. Like, you're not beating yourself. Stop beating yourself and then go out and allow talent to actually win the football game. If you do that, you give yourself a chance to win. We hurt ourselves. Make the plays that you're supposed to make, and the Bears could be in a position where they got two, three more wins. I'm not saying they're going to be a playoff team right now, but what I'm saying is they they would – it would start that process of what you're talking about as far as learning how to win. Like that, that shit matters, that, man. That Pittsburgh, that matters. That Pittsburgh, how they don't yeah. lose. Yeah, yeah. Just expect to win. You expect to. You expect to be good. Making the playoffs is a foregone conclusion for them. Like, hey, oh yeah, we gonna make the playoffs. Don't worry about that. We talking about winning this whole damn thing because ownership. Hey, but. Okay, Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin, he's been there for what, 18? They've had, what, three, four coaches in the entire uh, franchise's history. Yeah, in the entire (laughs) history. Right. So, like, you have to keep – you got to get a system, 
and you got to be able to put people in that system. If you can't ever find a system and you keep changing coaches, shit. I mean, I, I know the cup. I, and I keep going back to this Cubs thing because the same people that keep saying fire flutes or fired the coach at the Bears after two years, well, hell, the damn GM came in for the Cubs and said, hey, we're going to suck for five years, but then we're going to win. Well, why the hell you can get him five years and give the head coach for the Bears? Well, because he ain't won a goddamn divisional game since he's been here. That's why. Yeah, come on, that's A.B. True. Hey, come on, goddamn man. <laughs> hey, we ain't going to go into the holiday like this. He had no talent, cuz. Oh, he ain't got no talent. Shit, I love you. I love you. You can't I love win you. with I love you. All right. You can't All right, win so, with so let me let me let me take you back. Let me take you back. <laughs> let's, let's have some let's have some fun right now. Let me take you back. Yes. The date is November 25th, 2004. Huh? A young, mm-hmm. a young, twenty-four-year-old Jason Goff is nestling it up to his TV, getting ready to have some Thanksgiving vittles, and I'm getting ready to watch the Jones Bowl in Dallas, ladies and gentlemen. Huh? Thomas Jones versus Julius Jones. They set up the the moments and the and the B-roll. They had the family talking about coal mining and all the other things. They had the, a, a, a special story that brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> in that game, ladies and gentlemen, where the Cowboys beat the Bears 21 to 7 and Julius Jones rushed for 150 yards, I watched mm-hmm. Benny Testaverde, Drew Henson, and Jonathan Quinn play professional quarterback on Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, Kyle, that's the boo boo face that you should make, goddammit. Alex Brown, yes. <laughs> I yes. put it all on you. You missed a, you shouldn't have let him score. <laughs> you know, every inch matters, every blade of grass. I'm telling you now. Yep, that yep. was one of those games where I was like, you know what? All this shit that these boys talking on this defensive side of this football, I know they mother effing people. In that locker room. Tell me what that day was like, my man. Seven points. Seven points on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, brutal. No, no, no. It was brutal. But when you give up a buck fifty on the on the on, on the ground, you can't say too much. When you it ain't much you can say when you get in that locker room, because you got listen, we got the brakes beat off us, and you mentioned Tessa Verde. You mentioned uh Jones. No, no, no. I'm talking about Flozell the Hotel. Yeah, yeah. Flozell Adams, and then right beside him, you had big, strong-ass boy, um, Larry Oh, Larry was still on that team. Yeah, one of the greatest offensive linemen of all time. Oh, my bad, Dan. My bad, my bad. This is Tommy Tommy Harris, and I hope hope he watched it. But this is Tommy Harris, young Tommy. Prime Tommy. Young Tommy running in there, he doing his look. And Tom said, A.B., let's run this X. Let's just so everybody understand what this is. An X game with the tackle and the defensive end, the end go first. So he want me to run my little, my little light ass in there against Larry Allen, and I'm going to get body slammed so he can come outside and get contained. Man, please. Hey, we did that once because I ain't never played against Larry Allen. I ain't know nothing. Man, Larry hit me. Larry came back and it was like, Pooh, cause I didn't budge. <laughs> it, it was it was true when you can Google this. You can find it on YouTube. I think the boy did 48 yeah. reps. 225. <laughs> 48. Cause that yeah, 48. He didn't do 48. He did 48. Cause I'm telling you, he is 
extremely strong. <laughs> and that was that was a tough that that was like the game was 21 to 7, but it was very similar to that Pittsburgh mm. game in 05 mm-hmm. when we went there and the, the score said it was close. It wasn't that close. Different matter on the field, huh? <laughs> Different matter. They just beat. I think all Dub had a pick six in that game too, right? That might have been the only way we yeah. scored. Yeah, I think it was. I think our Dub had a pick. I know for a fact because I was sitting there screaming and throwing shit at the TV. Our Dub had a pick six, <laughs> and our Dub had another pick that he fumbled, and 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 Cowboys got him mm. back. Cause that you know oh, back okay. then we were okay. sitting like, all right, D, you, y'all gonna have to get ten Dude, points for us yes. too. By the way, y'all gonna have to put us in position Correct. for a field goal. You gotta shut them out and get ten points. <laughs> yes, it was crazy. Oh, like, but but it, now when we talk about that, we had young young players, and we were transitioning from. Uh, I'm I was two. I'm two eighty. I'm two hundred eighty pounds. Mm. Trying to run lovey defense. Like, don't nobody, like, they don't talk about, like, you got B Rob here. B Rob can't, he can't run right. that. He can't run that defense. Now you get Tank Johnson and you get Tom Harrison now, and you got Ian Scott. Now you got guys that can actually get up the mm-hmm. field, and now you get me. I done slimmed down 30 pounds in 05, because I'm, da- I'm down 30 pounds. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'm a different player. You know what I mean? Like, y- it takes time to get the players that you want in the building and the ones that can adjust, it take them a little time to adjust. We coming from a 3-4, moving to a 4-3. We got to get the players. Sweat was a move in that direction. I think the fast linebackers that we got in Edwards mm-hmm. and Edmonds and keeping keeping a guy like Sanborn, perfect, because he works perfect in this defense. So, But now you need more. Now, Lovey, don't – Lovey, he didn't just get Tank and Tommy and had me trim 30 – he went and got Ottawa Lagulier too. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a, but and he already had Peanut, Vasher, Erlacher, Mike Brown was the already pieces. here. So he didn't have to do those positions, you know? So it was like, like he came here with talent. He already had some pieces. Flues ain't got no he ain't got no pieces when he got here. It blew the whole damn thing up. Now let's start over and let's yeah. go. So that's why I think. The man need time, and if we blow it up, well, then we we gonna have to give that guy what two years, three years to get it right. At some point, nobody's gonna come in here and change it overnight. No, I agree. I, I agree. No I just think he, uh, I think he's a DC man. Like I think certain dudes just defensive coordinators, certain dudes just off. Like Steve Spagnolo got the youngest defense in the NFL, giving up the third fewest points in the NFL. Steve Spagnolo mm-hmm. has had head coaching jobs before. Steve Spagnolo mm-hmm. is going to get a head coaching nod or a look this offseason. And Steve Spagnolo is going to let somebody down as a head coach, right? Like there's no, I mean, you know, what I mean? like it's just certain dudes who just you know you already know you know when you see he's won he's won three Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah. The, that's his Three. shit. You know what I'm saying? Do yeah, that's like yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, Ron Marinelli, Ron Marinelli, just today's age, Marinelli. Marinelli 
who had a dominant defense, who was yeah. killing folks on defense. Yeah. You make him a head coach, that son bitch lost every game. <laughs> Vic Fangio, right? Look at Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio, one of the greatest DCs of his generation. Yes. You give him a head, yep. you give him the main clipboard and the main whistle, you're going to have fucking Yaha time. You're going to get your four wins Correct. and take your ass home. Yes. So, Agreed. Uh, what's Thanksgiving yep. looking like at the Brown residence this year, man? What are we talking about? Man, we, we went, at, my wife was panicking today. <laughs> And I didn't understand it. See, I ain't, I ain't in the kitchen oh, like shit. that. She's like, I got to get the turkey. I got to get the turkey because they be freezing the turkey. Take a couple, a couple days, days yeah. to throw out. Whoa, hold up. A couple yeah. days? Man, it ain't that damn you cold. You Leave that oh, sucker out in the middle of for real. Like, I was like, what? God, I was like, for real? And, and, then, and then, now this this what got me. Now this what got me. So... Um, we go in just to grab a few things because we go into my, my oldest daughter basketball okay. game. I'm going to grab a couple things for Thanksgiving, bring it back. Swipe. That's something like 270. Oh, yeah. I was like, damn. But no, no, this is what got me right here. I'll just come back tomorrow to get the rest of the stuff. <laughs> Wait a minute, 200. You rest this of the stuff. Who all coming? Who all coming? What party are you catering? Huh? What are we talking about here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got two. I got two turkeys. Funny that you mentioned. I got two turkeys browning outside on the back porch right now, bro. I got a. I got a, yeah, really? yeah. I got a. I got a nice little thirty-six hour brine that I put together and snatch them boys out Wednesday around noon. Let them. Let them. You know, get back to where they need to be Thursday morning. Throw one in the smoker. Throw one in the fryer. And you know, go feed the people and keep one for the family, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wish I, I wish I was good at I that. I ain't saying man. shit about being good at it, AB. I just said I, I just said what the, what the plan was. Now we may be, the, right, plan right. Sound, the plan <laughs> sounds like you are a pit no. master or whatever. We may fuck around and be a Popeyes, but you know, hey, I, I, I put my I put my plan down. You know what I mean? I can't have my lady in here making all the sides and shit, and then all of a sudden she, you know, she can't. Hey, you guys have something to bite on, so grab some of this turkey. Leg. Hey, I'm hurt. Honey, hey, this is me right here. Hey, honey, you can take your trash out. All right, I can get the trash. Let me replace these trash bags. Hey, you want to do the potatoes? I get the damn potatoes now. I get the potatoes now. But that's about it. Hey, hey I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I hope she don't listen to this. I know I bit off more than I could chew this year. I know I did. I know I did. I fucked around, looked at that brine, and I was like, oh, shit, it's too many ingredients. All right, come on now, Jake. Keep it together. Keep it together. She came downstairs. She saw the uh-huh. saw the leaves, the bay leaf in there, you know, stirring it up. I'm like, all right, cool. Just go back upstairs so I can d- be down here insecure about my goddamn self. Cause I, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't, hey, that's the other thing too. For all of y'all Thanksgiving, uh, holiday goers, stop inviting people to y'all crib if you know the food ain't shit. Okay. You could tell yes. by your yes. family, your immediate family's reaction the entire year to your cooking should tell you if you. You should be hosting anybody's Thanksgiving. Okay. Same thing for barbecues, right? Like, you know, go mm-hmm. get get four five summers under your belt before you start offering chicken wings and shit to everybody out there. Okay. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I'm talking to you, Tony. I'm Gil. telling. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing about and I ain't saying nothing about everybody, everybody grandmas. But if Big Mama ain't Big Mama, 
I don't think I'm eating, man. It's hard for you to convince me that she can cook and she ain't never been. You know what I mean? Big mama need to be big mama. You know what I'm saying? Like, like come on. Like, come big, on big mama need to be big mama. If big mama doing Pilates, you don't want no part of it. Huh? No, no, no. I want nothing to do with that. No, no, no. I you want to see, you see that arm hanging. I'm going to see Yes. I want to see that you ain't shit. You ain't shit, boy. I tell you, they gonna kill your ass. I can't wait for next week. I can't wait. Hey, man, tell the family I said what's up. Hey, happy what's holidays up? to you, same, man. Same, Always same. love, brother. Good looking out, man. Thank you for your time. Always, baby. Have a hey, man. Alex Brown right here on the Full Go Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Lincoln in the all-new 2024 Nautilus Hybrid featuring a customizable 48-inch panoramic display, available Revel audio system, and available perfect position front seats with active motion massage. Oh my God. The world isn't wide enough. Visit lincoln.com to learn more. Some models, trims, and features may not be available or may be subject to change. Check with your local retailer for current information. Lincoln and Nautilus are trademarks of Ford or its affiliates. Bulls talk with Jason Goff on the full goal. Flies in with a two-handed slam dunk. Brought to you by The Ringer, a Spotify original. Listen, I know, I know, I know. I know people want me to go off about the Bulls and Zach Levine and the latest. But you know, man, it's the holiday, baby. Like, I'm not concerning myself with a 5-10 and 10 team. Over this, the rest of this week. Uh-huh. And for y'all out there right now, know that you're not getting a Thursday pod, okay? The moment we don't put out a pod, people are on our head tops like, hey, where the pod at, golf? Guess what? You're going to have to do the best of us, okay? Go back to go back to episode one, okay? And then and, and just track it. I'm, watch, I'm re-watching Game of Thrones right now with my lady because, you know, she, she kind of fell off when she was watching it. She's probably watching with some sucker, you know? So that's why she really wasn't into it because he wasn't setting the vibe the way the fucking vibe was supposed to be set so she watching it with your boy so i'm re-watching how is it game of thrones oh man it's one of the it's one of my five this one of my five favorite shows of all time game of thrones the wire sopranos is in there you can throw breaking bad in there if you want um yeah like I I don't binge watch shows and I haven't really got like when I was when the West Wing and all those things were popular, I was grinding like I, ain't you know, I'm out here trying to get part time hosting shifts and, and, and working double shifts at the radio station. So I really didn't have a whole bunch of time outside of that. And, you know, chasing down these girls during my young years that to, to fit in binge watching, you know. So now in my old age where the, the, the jersey has been lifted to the rafters and and the championships have been won. I can sit down with my lady and enjoy things in a different light before, you know, than, than previously, you know, I, it's, I like watching the wire every single year because I find something different, you know, the wire is art. You could you could think of it as you know the a uh, Baltimore backdrop cop show, drug dealer show, the, the wire is art start to finish. I, I like, yeah, it really is, dog. It really the dialogue, the 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 messaging, the the complexity of even the most simplistic, uh, or what might be perceived as simplistic characters, the development over the course of time, the people who you find out, you know. Because one thing that I do 
appreciate about The Wire and shows like The Wire, much like in real life, there are no good guys, there are no bad guys, right? It's just a bunch of people with differing interests, right? And, and flawed perceptions and, 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 and characteristics that you may not want in, in the person next to you all the time, but they're people. So it plays out that way. And also, you know, the, 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 the um the synergy between you know the cops and robbers right like you know who's the cops and who's the robbers from scene to scene like who's the bad guy who's the good guy so i appreciate it and game of thrones same way right game of thrones same way a bunch of families you know shooting for the throne and meanwhile the ladies uh start to finish are the most powerful figures throughout the show right yeah it's probably probably a you know kind of a a metaphor for life as is, but yeah, man. So we were watching game of Thrones. Um, I don't know. What was I talking about? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying. I wasn't about to let the five and 10 bulls seep into my consciousness on this pod. I am. I'm doing it now. This ain't going to be no whole segment. I'm not about to sit here and scream at y'all about Zach Levine and him not wanting to shoot in the first half of these last two or three ball games, even though his coach said he'd like him to be more aggressive. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to talk about Zach saying he just took what the game gave to him. Whereas the last two and a half, three, years that man is taking everything the game is given to him and more when it comes to shooting not gonna do that not gonna do that at all he, he, he's following the uh the disgruntled nba player who wants out playbook to the team the problem is though i don't eh, listen man not everybody could be that okay like everybody want to be a gangster till you gotta do some gangster shit okay and you know that's why Dudes like Russell Westbrook will forever be unbothered. You know why? Because Russell Westbrook got the approval of all the people he need in his life, which is his babies and his lady, right? Like you find out who, what these dudes truly care about and it's how they are perceived, you know? I mean, hell, the biggest star in the game, the biggest star of his generation, LeBron James is hyper aware of how he is perceived at all times. I mean, what, what you doing 21 years into the league running around pretending that you passing joints? You ain't about that life. You ain't, you ain't, we ain't never even seen you engage in that kind of behavior where, you know, you've done this before, but now all of a sudden, you know what it is? Hey, Brandon turned into Drake out here, man. It's like, all right, which, what, what the young kid's doing? You're acting like a cop. You know what I'm saying? What the, what the young kid's wearing out here? Let me go ahead and put that on real quick so I can fool and make him think I'm one of them. What you doing? out here passing joints to Christian Wood. You're the all-time NBA leading scorer. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, LeBron's new celebration over the last couple of games is, you know, oh, he actually, it wasn't even celebration. So this, hey, this is to prove to y'all that everything dope comes from Chicago. The first time I had ever heard someone smoking a layup is when I came back home after my stint in Atlanta. And you might say stint, you damn right, did 22 months in Atlanta. All right, two years on the radio down there. The first time I came back, I couldn't wait to hoop. Could not wait to get back on the court with my family, my people, my friends, because I didn't get a chance to run around too much in Atlanta in terms of, you know, open gyms or just you know clicking up with people and go getting finding a run first time i get back home you know the first layup that gets missed oh he smoked it and i'm like all right what does that mean and then you, you pick up on it all right cool smoke the layout right that was in 2014 now all of a sudden it's made its way across the nation and you hear people saying it apparently it finally made it to la or to lebron's circle he missed a layup the other night and he did he mimicked the smoking a joint 
uh, kind of you know reference, and I'm like, come on, fam, like what are we doing, huh? You, like it's certain shit that old dudes do that they think look cool. I know I do it all the time in front of my son. I know I think I'm the coolest motherfucker in the world in front of my six year old. I know he called me a lame before he go to sleep every single night, right? Because he's supposed to. Because that's what it's supposed to be. The the age gap and the generational gap is supposed to happen. But that don't mean we gonna stop doing lame shit. That when I saw Brown do that, I'm like, if you don't sit your old ass down. Plus also, like if you ain't about that life, you know, how dare you? In the name of J.R. Smith, how dare you okay there are certain people who have been in the nba shout out to to the late great cliff robinson there are certain people who we are assured that have lived that life and been about that life throughout their playing shout out to rasheed wallace shout out to matt barnes and stephen jackson but yeah bro come on what you doing man what you doing but like i said there are certain people who can wear that hat there are certain people who can tap into that dark side of the moon I don't know if Zach Levine, and this is, I think, a testament to him. I don't know if he's built like that. So that's why the moment these trade rumors started to circulate and then his openness to the trade rumors uh, was confirmed, this is why I said it's going to be a long month. It's going to be a long month. Those questions are not going to stop. And what Zach and everybody on that team needs to understand because they I don't know if they think this is happening or they're playing like it, but Billy Donovan ain't going to get fired. So if you plan like this to get the coach fired, uh, let me let me let me fill you in on something. All of y'all going to go before Billy Donovan goes. So it's up to Zach now to. You know, you've had your re, you know, your, your correction, right? You've had your recalibration in terms of feelings and and uh, what the the goal is over this next month. Just hey, man, pro it out. You know, be a professional down the stretch. Play as hard as you can. Answer the questions that you normally would answer. Keep it moving. You know, you, I I hope Zach gets what he wants. I do, I do. Because the last thing you want is to see a player. Um, melt away. Uh, I, I feel like uh, unfulfilled potential is a sin. And the last thing you want is for him to take a step back in terms of his overall game, just because of where he is mentally in this trade uh, environment. You know, and if this has been happening for three years, like you mentioned, or four years, like you mentioned, well, why are you reacting and responding differently to it now? And if the why is because you've actually had to address it, well, you know, this is the big boy land. Right? When you sign those deals, you know, please believe you are looked at because when this CBA gets redone and the his TV deal gets redone in a couple of years, Zach Levine's $43 million. If he's playing at the level that he was pre-trade rumor, you know, 25 points a game, 45 plus percent from the field, uh, you know, 80 plus percent from the free throw line, uh, you know, 37, 38 percent plus from three point. You know, being an efficient score, you know, that 42 million is going to look like a bargain. So keep playing like you're supposed to play, right? Be undeterred, right? Be 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 the uh, the cool, calm, collected customer that you have been up until this point. But also win. Because that's all that matters. No one will be talking about trading Zach Levine or being open to a Zach Levine trade if they won. If this team was 10 and 5 instead of 5 and 10, we would not be talking about this. So both entities have landed where they've landed, whether it be the bull side of things or the Zach Levine side of things. In the end, who you think is going to look worse in this situation? Because the Bulls already look little, they look bad. 
This 5-10, and ten, these slow starts to the first quarters, these race to get back into these games, uh, having these young teams come out here and out-tough you and making excuses. That you know, Listen, the, the, the people in this city have been watching basketball far too long to, to swallow any of that and give it any credence. So in the end, just play your ass off, man. Play smart, play hard, answer the questions you need to answer and go home. Be a pro. Be a pro. Be a pro. Be the dude that you have been up until this point. Because uh, the last couple of nights haven't looked uh, so stellar. And there, those moments are allowed, right? You know, seven years don't go down the drain because of a couple of odd instances. But it's got to turn around. And you got to win. <laughs> and, you know, some of the rumblings about you being upset the other night that the last play of the game wasn't called for you. You, you, you think that wasn't going to start to circulate? You think people want to go put two and two together? And even if it's false, this is the situation you find yourself in because of the trade rumors and because of your openness uh, and, and, and your ability now to allow a high profile agency handle the situation for you. This is a part of the business. This is a nasty part of the business, but a part of the business no, nonetheless. So as this thing carries forward, um, as I keep warning Bulls fans, this like people think, all right, you get Zach off this team and things are going to be No, 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 no. Once Zach is gone, DeMar DeRozan is not going to be sitting around here wanting to rebuild with the team that he's looking at currently. Hell, he might not want to do it with Zach on the team. And then you got Vooch, who all you're going to do now is remake the Orlando Magic that was making the bottom of the Eastern Conference eighth seeds and, and, and barely getting into the playoffs. And that was prime Vooch. Now you're getting an older Vooch. And Patrick Williams... I mean, he's still lost his seat right now. Kobe White is trying to figure out his life as a lead guard. So I think there are choppy waters ahead, to use another uh, nautical metaphor or reference. There are choppy waters ahead for this Bulls team, and uh, the last couple of games have done them uh, none the better. None the better. So, yeah, I said I wasn't going to talk about the Bulls, and I may mess around and talk about the Bulls shortly before the holiday, which is the reason why we ain't giving y'all nothing on Thursday. It's Chicago in the house. Let me hear you say yeah. Yo, you listening to the Full Golf Podcast with my man Jason Golf. It's your boy Dave Jeff. Holla at y'all. Much love. So what y'all got planned for uh, for the holiday? Well, what are we doing, y'all? We going to the family? We hanging out? We eating? Do we even observe it? You know, do are we saying fuck Christopher Columbus and the Pilgrims? Like, what are, what are we what are we feeling for this? Uh, this holiday season coming up here on Thursday. Oh man, I got a, I'm just going to be eating for like days. I got the whole weekend planned out. I got like homies. I got family on Friday. Uh, it'll be chill, you, you know? I mean, when you got the little one too, you know, and like she's all celebrated. The holidays are kind of a different vibe, you know what I mean? Like from, from yeah. like Halloween all the way to Christmas, it's just oh, yeah. kind of a different that, thing. That last, that fourth quarter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that fourth quarter is, is definitely about the kids. Right. So, definitely so we're living it right now, yeah. No, no doubt, Kyle. What you got going on this this uh, this holiday? I am eating. I I am eating and watching football. Nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, man. That, um, I'm in. You know, living in. I'm the only one in my family that is not born in Arkansas. Okay. So I'm the only one born in Chicago. So it's gonna be me, my grandma, my mom, some couple cousins. So it should be a good time. Yeah, man. Solid, solid, man. I I hope everybody out there 
uh, enjoys the time with their family and friends. I hope the people, you know, holidays can be tough for various reasons, right? Like, you know, a lot of times we think about the people who aren't around and aren't here for this holiday. We think about having to be around family members sometimes that we don't want to be around. And it's okay to feel that way, right? Don't let nobody tell you that it's not okay to feel that way. Process whatever you got to process. Just try to get through it and make sure that you understand that it's okay to take a break too. You know, it's okay to, to not do everything that you're being asked to do on the holidays because these are the toughest months for a lot of people and a lot of people go through them quietly. So know that the, uh, the full go got you back on that. Um, looking forward to uh, seeing my family. Looking forward to hanging out with some of P's family. Uh, looking forward to dispersing these turkeys, you know, hanging out with the people, making sure we're feeding the people. And also, um, want to say thank you so much uh, to all of y'all. And I know we, you know, we do this like every 45, 50 episodes or something, seemingly, because it's like a, an occasion. But want to say thank you to everybody out there who has uh, been down with the full goal. Don't think that we don't see you, that we don't hear you. Uh, I love walking through the grocery store and people, you know, you know, fellas, fellas are awkward. So they don't know how to, you know, just say what's up and keep it moving. They're like, hey, man, love the love the pod. And I'm like, I appreciate you. You know, should we shake a hand here? Like, do we hug or like, well, is there a special dap that needs to commence for full goal listeners going forward? But shout out to all of y'all, man. I I, I truly appreciate it. We 300 plus episodes into this thing. Uh, Like I keep telling y'all when Bill and Steve Cerruti came to me with this thing, I was, you know, I didn't know if this was the avenue for me or didn't know if it would work to be honest with you, you know, cause I was still in my radio head as like, okay, uh, you know, podcasting, is it just the radio without the bits and the commercials and all that other stuff? And do people want to hear it? Do people want to listen? And you guys have responded uh, and shout out to FanDuel. You know, shout out to the great folks at FanDuel, FanDuel TV, FanDuel Sportsbook uh, for putting the the power behind this thing as well. So thank you. Thank you one and all for listening. Thank you one and all for sharing and downloading this thing, following us on the socials. Uh, yeah, man. Enjoy your time. If you got to go to work on Thursday, you know, hey, by the way, y'all find out what's closed. Okay, this this thing is getting ready to drop Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Find out what's closed on Thursday so you don't have your ass running to the store that's closed, right? I think Target is closed and some other places are closed on Thursday. So find out what's closed. So, you know, make sure you hit the liquor store if you if you like the vibe a little bit. I already told y'all on Sunday who you should have hit already. You should have got your shipment already because now you're just going to get sticks, stems, and seeds, okay? So if you're out here vibing, make sure you're vibing safely. Make sure you're vibing responsibly. And uh, try to have a good time with your people because we are are not guaranteed these holiday moments um we don't have to do them we get to do them that's what i always tell myself when i'm going into things that i don't want to do we don't have to do them we get to do them so we get a chance to hang out with our people we get a chance to have some laughs we get a chance to celebrate and then we get a chance to uh, engage in in the uh the the capitalism uh hell that is black friday right afterwards right so enjoy yourselves out there uh thank you to everybody Thank you to Alex Brown for joining us. Thank you to our production staff, uh, the shadowy figure that is known as Steve Cerruti, the exceptional one, Kyle Williams, uh, paternity poppy. Ah, his first Thanksgiving with the family. 
Uh, shout out to Steph. Shout out to the baby. Shout out to our guy, Tony Gill. And the Chief Vibes officer himself, he'll be hanging with the homies. He'll be hanging with the, the daughter. He'll be hanging with the family. I'm glad everybody's in a good space. I'm glad people are getting into a better space that I have been talking to. Uh, because, man, you know, a couple of Thanksgivings ago, this shit was weird. You know, you know, so let's not let's not forget where we were at. We was on Zoom looking at family members in a lot of weird moments. You know, we were on we were on teleconference calls celebrating people and sending people off. And, you know, it was it was a, a weird ass time. So we're not that far enough removed from it for me not to be appreciative, for me not to be thankful. I've kind of I've had bad Thanksgivings uh, in my own head for a long time. And that's just because I was always feeling kind of down because my grandmother wasn't around. And I finally tapped into that uh, in this last couple of months. Right. And, and my grandmother passed when I was, you know, in my early 20s. So uh, know that none of this is promised. Enjoy each other's time. Enjoy each other's company. Um, you know, make sure you, you be the designated driver for your Uncle Willie, you, who you know is going to get drunk at the function, right? Um, you know, tell that aunt that, that that that's pretty but can't cook that she, she can just show up. And she ain't gotta, you know, she ain't gotta bring the casserole. You feel me? And and and, and have a good time. Hey, hey, for for my people who vibe out there too, you know, I, I kind of treat this like New Year's Eve, man quality over quantity okay if there's any time that you're gonna you know entertain yourself with something whether it be a sip or whether it be you know the the, the magical flower you ain't gotta buy a whole lot of it just just buy the just buy the best of it refine your taste a little bit especially on this holiday and enjoy your time thank you so much for hanging out with us here on the full go podcast episode 318 for everybody out there we leave you with this as always man take care of each other be safe remember to stay sucker free and we will catch y'all on sunday uh after bears vikings right yeah so we'll catch you later man happy holiday Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with the Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WIT it in indiana 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in kansas 1-877-770-STOP in louisiana visit mdgamblinghelp.org in maryland visit 100 visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in west virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in wyoming hope is here Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, 
It's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York. You want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 